0: You're entering the Content Studio by GLC. We are here to answer questions you didn't even know you had about reaching and fully engaging your audience. Stay tuned for insights from established content marketing pros. Hi, welcome to the Content Studio. I'm your host, Myrna Trailer, and we are here today with Rebecca Lubecki, who has got all of the ins and outs of what content marketers need to know about using AI for producing their materials. So thanks for joining us, Rebecca.
1: Ah, thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: So tell us a little bit about using Chat GPT and why it's become such a phenomenon.
1: Yeah. So I think essentially it's just because it has endless possibilities. Um, People have been able to use it for everything. Mine and my partner's favorite thing is we like to use it to write poems about our cats. I have a friend who uses it to meal prep and design recipes um, just based off of what's in her fridge. My dad works in software and technology. Sometimes he uses it to help him write code. So I mean, it could just really go on. I also know people who work in SEO who have also uh, really enjoyed using it just to help them find keywords.
0: Oh, that's very interesting. Does that mean that they are writing something and they need to know what keywords are going to work well?
1: What I've seen is people will just kind of type a prompt. And because it pulls things from the internet they're seeing, oh, okay, this is what's, it's pulling from, you know, the most popular sources. So they're like, okay, this is what people are thinking when they type into things. And this is what people are saying. So this is the direction angle that we are going to go.
0: Oh, man, that's amazing. So how can marketers use that? Or how can people who are trying to promote or expand their brand use something like GPT-3?
1: I think really just experiment and trial and error. It's still a new tool. There are some glitches, but it's also constantly evolving as well. And I really can't think of a better way than to just play around with it and experiment, Uh, see if it works for you. There are things where I found it's been really helpful. And then there are other things where I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. that wasn't really automating my process with this as much as I was hoping to. So maybe I'll wait that out and try again yeah. later if there's more development.
0: Do you find that it is able to work well with specific kinds of information? Or maybe the more specific you're trying to be, the somewhat less facile it is?
1: Yeah, it helps when you definitely hold its hand you know the more you give it the more it'll give you in return i know when i've tried being pretty general it was just pretty vague and all over the place this isn't the most professional or best example but when i really wanted it to write a poem about my cat i was like this is what she looks like she's very tiny She makes squeaky noises. (laughs) She has some dandruff, but we still love her, (laughs) and it was just so. Then it was really able to encompass just everything that we were trying to capture (laughs) in this little song that it wrote about her. And otherwise, um, I also I tried a more vague version of it. For example, it it just started writing poems about her stripes and her orange fur. And for background, she is not an orange cat. She does not have stripes, so. it, I know that's, is not the most professional context, but this is kind of like the most specific example that I can think of um, in my experience. And so I really, I had to go back and say, no, please write a poem about my little small black cat with (laughs) makes squeaky noises and was kind of able to figure out what my cat was really like. (laughs) Otherwise, I think if, yeah, you're less specific it's just going to assume for you mm. and kind of give you something that, oh, that's actually not what our brand is. That's not yeah. what we're trying to go for.
0: So it seems like a lot depends on what you put in, which is, you know, the old computer adage, garbage in, garbage out. But for this, it seems as if you really do have to know what your goal is when you are directing ChatGPT to generate something for you. I can imagine that for someone who may be just in a rush and they want to quickly generate, let's say, an email to their audience about a specific offering or an event, let's say, ChatGPT might be useful, but you would probably have to give it a lot of good background information.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really know your audience too. I think that's another piece of advice I would give is just to be willing to go back and tweak it and make some little fixes here and there. Know your audience. Because I gave it the prompt and I said, please write it at a sixth grade reading level. And it was almost so basic. It almost sounded like it was talking to a toddler. And I'm like, well, this is still healthcare. So we're still gonna use some of the bigger big kid words and this. We won't eliminate those entirely. So I did have to go back and make some tweaks, but it was also still really helpful in just getting that framework.
0: The times that I've used it, it's been, as you say, helpful to give a framework or a starting point, a jumping off point for something that you can then come in and add and subtract and it's really good for writer's block. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes! <laughs> so if yeah. you can't figure out a way to, you know, just jump into a topic, sometimes having the AI take a stab at it first is pretty helpful. You actually know more than oh, the wow. AI does.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm like. I, I'm still smarter than you. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> One of the things that you talked about in your blog post is that there are three. Things that people have to look out for. One of those is plagiarism. And can you talk a little bit about that and and how people need to be aware of the possibility that the chat GPT is scrounging other people's stuff? Just hearing random
1: family members and friends talking about it, I think they kind of see it as another version of Google. But what they don't realize is Google's going to tell you where this information came from. But chat GPT is not, you don't know who your sources are, which can be a little scary. And I think that's where fact checking really is just crucial. I mean, it's just be sure, you know, you're able to verify, you know, if it especially if it's something like healthcare, like would a doctor be able to read this and say, yes, that makes sense. I would agree with that. Or, There's a lot of random scary stuff on the internet. So you just really want to be sure it's pulling from and you're able to verify with those tried and
0: true, like, credible sources. Coming up, we're going to talk a little about accuracy and plagiarism with ChatGPT and other AI text generators. That's after the break. Want to learn even more about AI tools and their capabilities for content marketers? Check out our on-demand webinar, Rise of the Machines, How AI is Pushing the Limits of Content Generation. You'll learn how AI can help your content workflows and how it can hinder them. We'll expand your AI toolset beyond ChatGPT and help you understand how to avoid the pitfalls of this emerging tech while taking advantage of its benefits. Find the webinar in our resource hub at glcdelivers.com forward slash resources. Also, you had mentioned using a plagiarism checker?
1: Yes, yeah, there are websites. I mean, if you can Google uh, plagiarism checkers, and you can just put the text in there and it'll red flag it. In past jobs I've used them when managing freelancers. We we caught a couple that were going a little rogue there and so we were able to see like oh you're not summarizing this, you are copying and pasting this. So that's how we were able to find out, you know, which freelancers to go with on some projects, but I think, you know, they're still very relevant with And able to apply to ChatGPT, because again, it's just kind of pulling from different sources. It's not really taking the time to write it itself.
0: Yeah. There's also the issue of um, bias in some of the things that ChatGPT has generated. And, you know, we all know that the internet can be a really scary place (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, in terms of bias against race or gender or sexual orientation. And what are the chances that some of that gets reflected in what the AI generates for you?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I have seen that since I've written this story, the people of OpenAI have tried to, you know, work to combat that. So I have seen where people have like purposely typed in horrible, terrible things. And then chat GPT will say like, yes, I'm not supposed to say that. This is not Mm. accurate. It's not a catch all, I would say. Um, I know I read some articles that were saying they've asked it and then chat GPT will be like, actually, that's not true if you say that about this group of people.
0: Mm. But
1: some people will say this and then it'll still kind of say, you know, (laughs) things it should not say.
0: Oh, fantastic. So it's just like if you get a review from your book that says a fantastic mess. (laughs) Yeah. And you just quote fantastic on the cover blurb. That's not really what the reviewer was saying. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. So yes, something like that. And I think it's also important to note that just outright blunt racism or homophobia and that stuff, ChatGPT has gotten better about catching that, but I think unconscious bias is definitely something that can still seep through because we as humans still have that. And again, it's unconscious. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think people have done things where, okay, have it write this about these doctors, and it just assumed all the doctors were male. And, oh. you know, it wasn't coming out saying anything mean or not nice. But of course. That's still kind of a sexist piece. Of course, there's women, non-binary doctors as well. So just be sure you kind of have that filter and that lens on, you know, looking through like, okay, is everyone, if you have chat GPT, write something for you, just really go through and make sure, is it giving everyone still equal representation? Because it's going to make those common assumptions that humans still make today.
0: Yeah, it's It's very important to review what AI has generated for you. Make sure that it is useful and unbiased and giving you the message that you want for your company. Mm -hmm. Are there other ways to be useful and efficient with this? I've worked with a lot of
1: healthcare and I've interviewed a lot of the stories that I have to work on, I'm interviewing people and you mm-hmm. can't really make chat GPT interview someone. I guess really the best advice I could give to someone is just really play around with it and experiment and trial and error. I don't want to compare it to Google, but I think, you know, Googling is a skill. I think also chat GPT is a <laughs> skill and, you know, maybe the more you do it, the more it'll make sense. There's just been a lot of times that I have tried to use it and um, it ended up not exactly working out or being relevant to what I needed it for. So I think it shows that it still has a ways to go. There's still some more strides that need to be made.
0: Yeah, I've been surprised at how even with general topics, it has not quite hit the mark in terms of being insightful. Um, So it's sort of like what we were talking about earlier. It's a great way to sort of scoop up lots of general information on a given topic, but it's the details, the specifics where you're really going to make more impact with your audience. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And also if you are planning something, you have to keep your audience in mind like you were saying, that the reading level is something that you have to look at. Uh, You don't want to sound condescending. On the other hand, you don't want to sound too simplistic. And yeah, I think people are really going to have a good time seeing how this can work in their marketing efforts.
1: The biggest takeaway, I think, is when it comes to content and thinking about your audience, you're going to attract the audience is based on the quality of your content. So if you're just kind of relying on this to do everything for you, is it going to generate the best of leads? Or I think don't assume your audience doesn't know what's going on. I do think people are smart and they're going to say, be able to distinguish if they read something and they're like, okay, this is just kind of, that looks like something a robot wrote or, (laughs) oh, okay, like this is, something that was done with a lot of thought and care it has a lot of credibility i think i yeah. think i'll trust this
0: yeah that's important cuz you don't want to come across as somebody who's trying to get away with something i mean even if it's just the work of writing a blog or making uh, an article about some discovery or new offering from your association or your healthcare organization. You don't want it to sound pat. You want it to sound thoughtful and something that's going to be attractive to your audience. Exactly.
1: Yes. You pulled the thoughts out of my brain there. (laughs) And I think especially today, people are worried that the news is fake and distrust that, but also everyone When they look at marketing or just any content in general, I think people already have their guards up because they feel like, oh, you're just trying to sell me something. Of course, Mm -hmm. you're going to say this because you're trying to sell me something or you're, you know, you have an agenda. So understand like your audience is going to have their guard up no matter what. So you have to still use it to use ChatGPT to help you meet them where they are.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a new day. We've got new tools. We've got to figure out how to use them effectively.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: All right, Rebecca, thank you so much for joining us today. And we want to encourage people to look at the Content Studio and GLC Resource Hub to read your blog in full and also to get more ideas about uh, how to use ChatGPT or other AI platforms in your marketing. So thanks, Rebecca
1: yeah thank you so much for having me it's been fun
0: great we'll see you again soon thank you for joining us on this episode of the content studio by glc come again next month for more ways to get the word out about your organization you can find us wherever you get your podcasts in addition if you're ready to jumpstart your content marketing program Go to our resources page at glcdelivers.com forward slash resources to download checklists, templates, webinars, and more.